Blog Talk Radio. Radio. We are your very own hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. We got a little fella in the house with us today. His name is Doug Christie Jr., so you might get to say hello and holler at him in a little bit. You know, you can join us live by calling 347-215-8305 anytime throughout the show or jump right into our chat room. Either way, you will be connected. No question about it, love. Today, everybody, we are going to be talking about life, love, and of course, that one thing, passion. Yes, yes, we are, and I want to begin with some huge misconceptions. Is that cool with you, baby? I say go ahead and get it. All right, all right. Okay, here we go. The first one is none other than love is at, you know what I mean, it's the end all to end all. Okay, let's, let's, let's repeat that again. Love is the end all to end all. That's a true misconception, right? That is not true. First, you must love yourself and accept yourself before outside emotions and feelings and the way others feel about you can play any type of role in the way that you feel about yourself. Because really, it's all about how do you view and feel about you. Correct, baby? That is totally true, baby. Love, you're right. It's all about how you feel and where you're at with Definitely. your situation. No question about that. Now, also, number two is life is all about, you know what, baby, material things and acquiring lots of things that will make us, as we think, feel better at all costs, even if it's taking precedence over our health and or our wellness, baby. Most definitely. And you know what? Everybody is living that, you know, got to have the next hottest shoes, got to have the next hottest car, got to get the rims, got to get the jewelry, got to get. But I think in this economy and the way that, you know, it's been a wake-up call for everybody, people are starting to reassess what they really want. That is a huge misconception that it's like, dang, my life sucks because I don't have this and this and this. A lot of teenagers, a lot of kids, a lot of the youth is watching these TV shows and different imaginary type uh, programs that is making them feel like if I don't have that. I'm not cool. That's not true. This is a huge misconception. Life is beautiful just the way God gave it to us. Life is something that you have to you have to make it be the best that you possibly can. Accept whatever you was dealt, whatever cards you was dealt, and make it a happy and a beautiful thing. And that's easier said than done most of the time. But if you really don't have great expectations, if you're not, you know, still set your goals high, but don't expect that if I don't have the Maserati or if I don't have the, you know, yacht on the French Riviera, I'm not having a great life. You're still having a great life. So that's a huge misconception that life is about material things, baby. That's true. You know what what that makes mm-hmm. me, you know, for people who like comedy, I think of David Chappelle because they were talking to him and he said his son had just gave him a macaroni necklace. And he said, I already got <laughs> bling, baby. I got a mac. You know, it's something that really, truly means something to you. So That's it's right. not all about it has to be diamonds or it has to be whatever. It's about what means something to you. Oh, most definitely. And you know what, like my husband said, that other thing is passion, okay? Passion is all about desire and sexual fulfillment as well as being passionately in love, okay? There's a misconception. Half of that's true, but this is a one that is a double-edged sword because it's a double-edged sword of, of sword of sorts, excuse me, as, you know, um, you should feel that way, but at the same time, you could be passionate about things 
about everything, goals, dreams, things you love, things you um, have already acquired, uh, accomplishments you've had. I'm passionate about writing books. I'm passionate about getting reviews on my books. I got a great review earlier today, and I couldn't wait to call my husband and share that with him. Oh, my God, honey, I got a huge review from Midwest Book Reviews. That's something that when you're starting to write your books and you're learning about the book world and publishing and being an author, you start understanding that when you get those type of reviews, that's a huge, not only is it a huge endorsement, but it's recognition in that field, in that world, because to get that first and foremost, you got to have something special. So it meant the world to me. I'm passionate about it. I couldn't dial the number fast enough. I was very excited. I've been elated all day. But let me tell you, that is not the only reason that I'm happy and excited. I'm also happy and excited. I have another day to share with my family. I have another day to watch TV and be in the comfort of my own home, uh, be with my husband, be with my son and, you know, our daughters and, you know, our family and just to be healthy another day. That's right, baby. Passion is the fire. That's right. And when that passion in your life is winning, some great ways to go get it and get it soaked up again and get it going again. Let's start out with one, baby. What what can get the passion uh, passion and the fire back? Oh, my goodness. I would say find things you love to do and just do them. That's right. Just make it happen however and whenever you need to make it happen. Say, for instance, you like going hiking. Well, that's something that's free. You don't have to uh, say, well, I need to save up money. I need to get some time off of work. You wait till a Saturday. Nobody works seven days a week unless, of course, you have that dream job and you just love it and you have to do it. But even then, you allow yourself an hour 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever you need to, to go out and do what you love to do. Make it happen. I love to write. I'm making it happen. I love to be with my family. I'm making it happen. I love to wake up every day and attack my to-do list. You guys already know. If you've been following the show, you know how me and my husband love to make to-do lists, and we actually get enjoyment out of highlighting them in yellow that we've accomplished that. I love to watch my husband work out and get in better shape. It's inspirational to me. Even though I haven't reached the highest height yet and my goal of becoming a female fitness model is still a great thing for me to enjoy. That is totally correct, baby. You know what also that you can do is you can get your loved ones involved. And this is a big one because sometimes, you know, with passion, you can step away from something and then when you come back, you really find that thing. But if you have your loved ones involved, it is around you all the time. It is something that you enjoy doing. And hopefully everybody comes together and that really stokes that passion and can get things going. Because on one day, maybe when you're not feeling it, your (laughs) mate, your child, or somebody comes and they pick up the slack, and all of a sudden it just keeps going, and before you know it, it's really, really burning. Oh, my goodness, and like my husband said, that's right. Get them involved, everybody. It's something that you guys can find that you like doing together. And next we have believe in yourself and compliment yourself daily. You know, I talk a lot about these things in my books. Um, I have Woman, um, A Woman's Practical Guide to Loving the Skin You're In, and I also have A Proud to Be a Colored Girl. And in both of those books I share with women, and this is for everybody in general, kids, children, youth, men, women, whomever, you definitely believe in yourself and compliment yourself daily. Don't look outside of yourself for someone else to do that. I have a loving husband, and he happens to be very supportive of me, and he's supportive of our whole family, so we get that at home. Some people don't. If you, even if you do or don't, still tell yourself, because once you start feeling good about who you are and accepting who you are, then you're able to go out and accomplish your goals. And don't take no for an answer. It's funny, because this week alone, I've gotten told that three different times that I or me and my husband as a whole don't take no for an answer. It's all about making your dreams come true, and you do that when you have confidence and belief in yourself. So make sure if you are a woman out there and you listen to the show, you pick up woman or pick up proud to be a colored girl because i got even more that I can talk to you about as far as believing in yourself and complimenting yourself. No question, baby. Believing in yourself is big. Right. Because all the 
time, whenever you're doing something, people sometimes do it unconsciously. Is they'll say mm-hmm. something like, "Oh no, that's not going to happen." And if you listen to that and you right. stop, all of a sudden, you know, no one is going to believe in you the way that you're going to believe in yourself. So that is just a big one. Uh, never lose sight of great gift we all have been given, and we know what that is. That is the great life and no matter how low you may be feeling about your situation or your life be thankful to be alive first and foremost pick yourself up start enjoying life trying to become passionate about living life the beautiful beautiful gift everything the ups and downs truly enjoy it and enjoy it with people that you love the most Oh, most definitely. As my husband said, you have to be enthusiastic about the fact that you have life itself. Number five, and rounding it out, is passion comes from the inside, and it can be felt about almost anything. Find yours and cultivate it as well as share it with the world. And remember, for more tips and ideas on getting your groove back and feeling better about life, don't hesitate to reach out to us anytime via our MySpace. You know what that is. If you've been following the show and if you haven't, go on our show page and it's all right there. Or you can email us right here on this page. We have a whole bunch to share with you today. So sorry we got to move right along and we don't have more time to spend there, but we love talking about things. And remember, this whole show is dedicated to life, love, and passion. And as we move right on into our beauty and lifestyle segment, just a few hot tips and ideas from us this week is, here we go, get yourself a backpack. I have found they come in handy, especially for women, to help with posture, etc. And the reason I say that is because I carry a handbag usually, and it's my Louis Vuitton. You guys know the story on that one. And a lot of times I have a lot of things in my bag, so if I'm on my right shoulder with it, a lot of times you don't know, but subconsciously you're leaning, your right shoulder's leaning down, and it's putting pressure on your muscles, on your back, and everything. So I decided, let me try a backpack. You know, I was looking through some fashion magazines, and I saw some really cool ones, and I happened to be at Marshall's. And, yeah, Marshalls, I'm talking about you guys. I love that store. And they have one. (laughs) My husband said he did, too. And I found this really cool black one that I happened to take with us to Sacramento last weekend when we were there. And we already talked about it on the last show. So if you want to know what we were doing in Sacramento, you got to get the archive of last week's show. It was hot. It was off the hook. Everybody knows my husband turned out the sports section. So make sure you go and you check out the archive. But, anyway, back to what I was talking about, backpacks, right? Okay. They are awesome. I'm talking about ladies out there. Um, We have a wonderful publicist. Her name is Francine Marseille. We also have um, a couple of other people that we work with. And I want to let you guys all know, if you're out there and you're listening, get yourself a backpack. Get a cool one. You can carry it on the carpet, wherever. All your stuff can fit in it, and it would definitely be something that you really, really enjoy. So make sure, everybody, that you get yourself a backpack. Yeah, I'm going to say she had a fly one, y'all. It had a little skin on it and everything. Anyway, okay. I'm going to say everybody out there, now this is something that everybody needs because your feet are everything to you when they touch the floor. Get yourself some Birkenstocks. You can get the open sandal or the closed tight. Uh, they feel great on your feet. You can get them in leather, suede. They come in a bunch of different colors. After you wear them for a little bit, they kind of just form to your feet, and you'll know if anybody has had their feet in your shoes, Douglas Jr. Keep the feet out of my shoes. Okay, Birkenstocks. Check them out, everybody. <laughs> Oh, most definitely. Next, we got pocket calculators. They are a handy tool to have in your purse or your bag as they will keep you on track with bills, budgeting, and anything else that you might need to add for a minute. Right now, with chaos going on in the world, economy dipping and going up and down, if you're a day trader or if you're just following the money section in the newspapers or watching you know, the bottom of the screen on Bloomberg News, you can definitely have a calculator and it can help you figure out things. It can help you figure out interest rates on bank loans, refinancing, uh, CDs, whatever, get yourself a pocket calculator. 
My wife is not lying. Now we I don't know how we she always has a calculator and I'll be darn it if we don't use it all the time. It's the most incredible thing. But also everybody out there get yourself some yoga stretch mats. We got some really cool ones. They are by G2Fit. You can find them at www.g2fit.com. They have pictures on the actual yoga mats. It, it's a whole uh session for you to stretch yourself. It's almost like a workout, but it's more of the stretching kind, and it's really good. My wife and I started it. I'm going to keep you informed on how it goes, but it's off the hook. Check it out. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> you heard it right here, you guys. Live. We're going to take a quick break before we jump right into hot topics, and stay tuned. we got a lot of great things happening. Okay, we're going to jump right on down in the hot topics and in the news. It's a blaze with. Well, first and foremost, a boy vanishes from a store in minutes. That's right. Oh, Not no. a whole bunch of minutes either, everybody. Wow. The foster father of a missing California boy with cerebral palsy says he left the child alone near his car before the child vanished five days ago from a shoe store parking lot. Lewis Ross told a headline news Nancy Grace that he left the five-year-old Hassani Campbell outside his BMW for two to five minutes Monday afternoon. Ross said he went to the front door of the store to ask his fiancée, Jennifer Campbell, who works there, to open up the front door. By the time I got there, Jennifer was already out of the store walking toward me asking, where is Hassani? And I said, what do you mean, where is Hassani? And I look around to the side, and he is no longer there, baby. Oh Police God. in Oakland, California, and the FBI are searching for Hassani and investigating his disappearance. Ross uh, said he voluntarily took the polygraph test. Results have not been disclosed. Campbell declined because she is also pregnant. According to Ross, Campbell uh, reportedly took care of Hassani and his 19-year-old-month-old, excuse me, sister, while Ross attended medical assistant classes twice a week in Fremont. So uh, God bless them, baby. Oh, my goodness. And everybody, we want to take this time right now, if you have young children or if you even have youth or even if you have a young adult, maybe in the age of 14 to 18, they have not established yet a, a secure security type of um alert system inside of them, I don't think, and I, I'm constantly telling our daughter, Shannon, who's 16, that you have to be careful. You, ha I watch her like a hawk. When she's with my mom, I make sure my mom knows, and everyone else, you have to tell these kids to pay attention. There's a lot of different predators out there and a lot of different ways to get kids and lure them, and that's very important. And as soon as we read the story, my husband immediately started talking to our son and making him understand that it is very important to hold hands when you're out with adults, um, which we are very careful on who our kids are out with, and please, everybody, 
everybody. Make sure there's so many Amber Alerts out there. There's so much going on all the time with children. And I'm very, very, this show is about love, life, and passion. And I'm passionate about kids. I'm passionate about things going good for kids. Basically, I want the world to be a great place. But if it was a perfect place, we wouldn't have to have this conversation. But unfortunately, it's not. So please, 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 please make sure that you're watching your children no matter what. Next, we jump right into Obama keeps the heat on insurance firms in reform in his reform push. What he's doing is he's making sure that everybody understands that this isn't going anywhere. He's going to make sure that he makes them conform and reform their practices. Um, Wow. U.S. President Barack Obama reignited his criticism on health insurance companies on Saturday, pledging his reforms will prevent firms from capping coverage or charging outrageous fees. During a town hall-style meeting in the conservative area of Colorado, a western state that supported Obama in 2008 election, the president continued his assault on insurance companies, which the White House has painted as being a root of the country's health care woes. No one in America should go broke because they get sick, Obama said to a loud applause from mostly, a mostly supportive crowd. One thing that I want to say real quick before I jump off topic is everybody keeps supporting our president. We elected him. He is there. He has to have time to fix the situation that we found ourselves in, not by his doing, but by, you know, the doing of uh, people before him, and I think that there's a lot of negative going on, and I'm only saying we have to give everyone a fair shot and a fair chance and keep supporting them. There's a lot of people all of a sudden jump to conclusions and saying, well, I voted for him and I won't vote again, and I understand that all presidents take the heat and they go through this. But this is one president that I really feel, and I've embraced him, not because he's African-American, but because of what he stands for and his values and the different things that he has tried to preach, and as far as bringing people together, and that's one thing that this family and Infinite Love, you know, are publishing company and, and our logo for our family and our enterprises and everything else stands for. And that is there is no color lines, there is no borders, infinitely love each other and the world and let's make this a better place. So try to support Barack Obama. But back to what it is to make it story long in a nutshell is he is continuing to make sure that everybody does follow that. All the insurance companies do follow that. And we're going to jump right on down in the segment four. I know we're blazing right on through, but we got some exciting things happening for you today, as we said, and we want you to stay tuned. And um, here we go with some life thoughts and quotes. We love sharing our thoughts and insights with you guys, as we have been doing for a long time now, and God willing, we will continue for a long time to come. Today I was thinking while contemplating some tasks about what I wanted to share with you guys today, and here it is. And then my husband will share some lovely thoughts with you as well. Number one, I have change your thoughts and you change your world. That's by Norman Vincent Peale. Again, that's change your thoughts and you change your world. Think about it, folks. Thinking, I like that one. I like that one. How about this, baby? He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. He that opened his mouth wide create his own destruction. That would be Proverbs, everybody. Check them out. Wow, now that's how. Could you repeat that one more time, please, honey? He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. He that opened his mouth wide create his own destruction. You know what that means, you guys. Watch what you say and who you say it to. Number three, a truth that's told with bad intent beats all the lies you can invent. Wow. Okay, that's powerful. That's William Blake. Again, a truth that's told with bad intent beats all the lies that you can invent. So try to be honest, folks. I like that one too, baby. Okay, it takes no more energy to be creative than to be cowardly. That one is unknown. I don't know who said that one, but they were saying some. It takes no more energy to be creative 
to be courageous than to be cowardly. Wow, now that's power right there, you guys. We're going to share a little bit about um, some of the things that we got going on coming up. We've got an extra bonus segment for you today. Um, we, we got some great things happening in sports. We got some wonderful things happening in love and romance. You guys already know. Um, we're going to take another quick little break while we regroup, and we're going to jump right back with you. And let me see. Hmm, I can look through our music library, and I'm going to find something really special for you guys. I think we will go with. I'm going to see if you guys know this song. Um, okay, here's a hot one right here. And this one's to the ladies out there. You guys, tell your, tell your people this. We took a quick break, and we're going to jump right on down in. Before we jump into sports, love, and romance, and hot thoughts, got a few emails from you guys wondering where our weekly poems are, so here we go. Weekly poems, huh? Everybody <laughs> wants to know. Well, this one is called Whispers in the Wind, and I love it. Uh, baby, I think you're going to like this one right here. Okay. Whispers in the Wind. Your whispers are gentle echoes that sway ardent winds of harmony, and in the symphony of life, each word is wrapped in rhapsody. We travel separate roads of life, gather flowers along the way, and share the music of their fragrance. We exist between two winds. I hear under a pale moon, you, the other end of somewhere. Sometimes when wind blows through trees, I pause to listen, and in its passing, I hear the tenderness 
of your voice that fills the spectrum of my soul. You are the chime of warm rain, the moon that glows through the trees, and within the luster of evening, your aura fills the scene. I hear the whispers of the wind, see the stars shine in the sky, but I hold the sunrise in my pocket. Dance with me within the wind, then just let me love you. That comes from Oranya Hamilton. And that was beautiful. I mean, you said I was going to love it, and I do. And what we got for questions and comments before we jump into sports, because I know they just itching to hear what's going on. It is happening in the world of sports, and we will get there. But first and foremost, I have a question that says, what is the meaning of infinite love? Just heard from a friend, it means a beautiful love two can share. Can you elaborate, D&J? That comes from David K. in the 206. Um, the meaning of infinite love, David, thanks again for your question, is, you know, like we talked about in the show, this show is about love, life, and passion. So if you missed it, you better jump back in the archives because it is hot. It's still going. Um, we have not covered sports yet, but it's about all that. And you're going to hear passion when they talk about sports, okay? But it's about loving life, things, no color lines, no borders, just infinitely loving something. That's what infinite love stands for, and it means infinitely loving what you do, what you're about, um, your passions, uh, mine is writing, as you guys know, my husband's is sports, so on and so forth. So it's all about infinitely loving something, um, and I happen to infinitely love him and vice versa, and we did a book on that, and it's called An Ordinary Love. We talk really, really, really in-depth about infinite love, so pick up the book. Next we have, read someplace you guys keep your love sexy by giving each other massages and love letters. Is there any other way a couple can keep the fires going? Honey? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there are so many different ways because I, I would say keeping the fire going is something that happens all day, whether it's, you know, patting your mate, saying you're beautiful, vice versa, whatever it is, turning on the shower form so that it warms up. There's so many different ways, but massages, love letters, all of that is definitely a way that is, uh, I, I would say more aggressive, but there are subtle ways that build up to that. <laughs> Hey, come on. If you ever say more aggressive, everybody more out there, and I know my sister's listening, I know you're on the ground <laughs> right now, buddy. I but you, <laughs> more play, you know, it's like I love you. you no, know, you I know what? He, he, our, our 8-year-old is sitting right here, so don't think we perverted parents, y'all, because I know I told you we got a little fella in the house listening to the show with us. But he's playing with his PSP. What game are you playing, Doug? He's playing wrestling, of course. That's that's what he does. And his playroom is all wrestling posters on the wall. Who's your favorite wrestler? John Morrison. It went from Randy Orton to John Morrison. Okay. Well, you guys, I'm going to tell you right now, that is true. Um, it is all about what you make it. And lastly, before we jump into sports, I'm going to tell you something else that um, can make it make it um, hot. Here, check this out. <laughs> Okay. You, you know, okay. you can always make it hot if you got the Okay, wait. Well, here we go. Can you guys give us three tips on a sexy place to take your mate to in Seattle as me and my new wife is going there for a week in October and want to experience the romance we hear Seattle has to offer? And that's Jordan Harris from Chicago, Illinois. Honey, three places. 
Um, you can go to the Seattle Center. That's a right. beautiful one. You can take a ferry ride. There's so many places to go around here. You can go up to Mount Rainier. There are lookout points on uh, go to Lake Union. There's okay. a lot of different restaurants you can go to. I could keep going. <laughs> I think you know, I have to bring in the whistle pretty soon. And maybe I would say that you could bring in um, the whistle in just one second. But let me tell you guys, my husband's playing around. You can go to Shuckers. It's downtown at the Fairmont Hotel. Bunny, you know what I'm talking about. It has the best, best, best crab um, salad. You can get some nice wine. Um, oh, my God. You can go to, um, let me see, there used to be a place called Tubbs a long time ago. It's not here anymore, at least in Bellevue. It isn't. It might still be out in the U District. That's a nice romantic place. Take you some champagne, some grapes and some cheese and crackers and so on and make sure that you're going with your mate and not someone else because it could be a bad experience <laughs> oh my god um i hear the call lines lighten up you guys feel right feel free to jump in and lastly i think that you can go to <laughs> i think that you can go to a nice movie we got some really beautiful movie spots here bellevue yeah bellevue got some great places there's a new convention center and movie theater that just went in Downtown Seattle got some sweet places. Um, just don't go to the theater off, what is it, Dearborn? <laughs> Dearborn and Pike, because it's called the Apple Theater. And when I was younger, my girlfriend took me there, and I didn't realize. They told me it was the flyest theater in Seattle, and when I got there, I was pretty upset. So don't go there. But anyway, we're going to jump let's, right on let's, down. Questville. Yes, okay. Hey, you okay, you're right. Questville, here we go, y'all. And you know that music means that it is time to uh, enjoy the world of sports. And back with us after a fiasco in the Caribbean, that would be the one and only Wizzle. Did you have a great weekend in Jamaica? I am here. Aloha, man. Wizzle, you, you know what the world of sports, they are jumping around, they are flipping backwards, they are protesting, they are doing it all. You know why? That is because Michael Vick is now a Philly. He what? is a Philadelphia Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. Wizzle, uh, a veteran ball club, veteran coach, uh, uh, where do you see this guy fitting in because he was probably the best one, two, three uh, quarterback in the NFL 24 months ago. What do you see here? Uh, it's an interesting kind of episode. Uh, really, you look at it, they've set a receiver, running back, and obviously uh, at quarterback, but yet and still I think the uh, McNabb is have to, he'll have to make a way and, and, and kind of defer some of, the, some of the plays. And it might not be the popular decision, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes for the team. And, and so uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen about it. But I do think he'll touch the ball, and I I, I, I definitely believe that the defensive coordinators around the league are the ones who are the most concerned with what they're going to do with Michael Vick. Well, you know, talk radio in Philadelphia is blowing up. As you, I mean, we're talking sports radio. Uh, And they want to say that as soon as McNabb is, you know, he goes through a a spell like what happened last year, Andy Reid pulled him out and started somebody else, the fans are automatically going to say, we want Vic, we want Vic. Do you think that's an episode, or do you think they're going to be able to mesh this and make it work in a way that's beneficial for the team? 
Um, I do think that is more than likely to happen. Uh, that's just the type of fans that Philly, uh, Philadelphia possess. Uh, they are possessed, uh, passionate fans. And so I, 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 I believe that anything can happen this year. Really, they really uh, took a big chance with signing Michael Vick. I'm happy for him, but in terms of their team and where they are and where you're trying to accomplish things, you got to really look at uh, what you're going to do because you don't want to hurt the, hurt the guy, but at the same time you want to use his talent. So uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to use him, and I think they can come up with some uh, pretty creative ways. Well, now, Andy Reid, you know, he is, uh, it seems to be a no-nonsense uh, coach. Tough press, tough, tough press in Philadelphia, Whistle. Do you think that Andy Reid could be looking at this at all as ultimately as Donovan ages a bit? Because Donovan, uh, he must be about 35, some, somewhere in there. Vic is younger than he is. Could, could they play together until it's time to, you know, kind of wean Donovan out of there? Could, could that be an option also? That can definitely be something, uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, something in the works. But, hey, let's be honest about it, people. Uh, if you look at their backup quarterbacks who they have, Michael Vick is easily better than them. And I couldn't even name. Uh, I know they have Kevin Call, but it's one of them. And, uh, you know, he's easily the best. He'd be the best backup quarterback on any team we probably go through out there in the NFL. So uh, just the luxury of having that, having that talent, and just them being willing to, to extend a hand out to Vic and, and to give him a chance to rejuvenate himself, his life, and, and, and then trying to get some of that money again. No question about it. Well, today was, was his first practice, and as soon as he came on the screen, it was kind of odd because he did have on a green helmet, but he had on a red jersey. Number seven kind of gave you that Falcons flashback, but I think that's the hot jersey for the quarterback in practice. And, uh, you know, he really looked, I mean, from what I've seen, he looked good. Obviously, I think there's going to be a conditioning issue because, you know, when when he was incarcerated, he couldn't run, couldn't do the things. And you know, as well as I do, that after you take a little bit of time off, those lungs can start burning and different things. What what do you think just, uh, you know, getting back in shape? I, I'm predicting that it's going to take him a couple, six weeks to, to really get to where he he starts feeling himself again. What, what do you think there as far as conditioning with the first practice? Well, definitely the first practice was a, a huge win for him. It was monumental. Uh, I'm sure that uh, – I hope that he prays tonight on that one and, and, and really thanks the Lord that he had the opportunity to go through it and have the pain and uh, endure whatever uh, he has to today because it's actually breaking the ice and he has to move forward in a, in a diligent manner so that he can prepare himself to, uh, for his luck and his, uh, his virtue of his luck and his talents to pay off. So, uh, I think that uh, he took advantage of it. I, I know that he's taking care of his body. He obviously looks like a thick guy. He looks like he was bigger uh, 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 to me uh, now than he was uh, years ago. So uh, I definitely know he was getting a regimen in while he was in there. And we got to think about it. That's been, you know, obviously two, two, two years focusing on your body and trying to prepare yourself. At the same time, he's fresh and he's ready to contribute to the team. So, uh, let's see. I, I, the window could uh, could open. It, it, it opened today, and it can actually close in maybe two weeks. He could probably be ready in a couple weeks. No question about it. Well, you you know, green is my favorite color, so I will be getting a Michael Vick jersey. Mike, 
looking forward to seeing you on Sunday, big man. Well, you know, Sunday is one guy's day, and that day is Tiger Woods. Every Sunday, you know he's capitalizing. Well, right now, he is 8-0 when he's leading after 36 holes, and I bet you that even goes a little bit down when you add nine more holes to that whistle. And he right now is 8-under. He's two shots up in the PGA Championship. Uh, is there any way that you bet against Mr. Woods, or is he going to go ahead and capitalize on this one? No, I wouldn't bet against him, but it's just unfortunate, uh, you know, the fact that he actually needs, and it's a human factor and it's a human fault to play the level of your competition. Uh, he actually needs somebody to push him, and uh, it really seems there's nobody out there. And I, I would imagine, I couldn't imagine it being on the golf course, uh, actually trying to outdo myself. So uh, he's he's in uncharted territory. He actually needs somebody to help push him, and it seems like when there's a little turmoil, turmoil or a little anxiety, uh, it raises his dandruff, it raises his level of play, and he really uh, is a, a different type of golfer. But right now, it seems like he's just relaxed and, and coasting to his win. Well, you know, with I think a lot of times, whether it be for lack of focus, your body breaking down, whatever it is, but I think the one competitor that is going to that's really going to be able for the the PGA and the world of golf to compete with Tiger is going to be time. He's just going to have to age, to be honest with you. We were talking earlier today, and we see some young guys out there, and you see the fact that they can make some incredible shots. But the, with the consistency of what he's doing out there on the golf course, it, it's just it, it's phenomenal. It's incredible. I, I think you see that sometimes in other sports, but you don't see it too often when you have a body-mind master that mixes it together. And uh, you, even when he's off his game, he is so much better than a lot of the guys out there on the tour. So uh, I look for him to capitalize. It would almost maybe be good for him to even have somebody come back and beat him to give him that spark, like you said. Hey, without a doubt. Uh, and, and people, you got to realize, this guy is, is going out there. He's performing uh, at a highest level right now. And he's actually, at times, just boring to him. And maybe he doesn't focus the way that he could is and have that killer instinct, but I'm, I'm sure that he's, a lot of times, he would yawn. But the thing is, you have to keep in mind that you have a destiny ahead of you, and you got to go do your deal. And so uh, maybe if he could push it a little bit, man, and just and just explore how good he could be. Uh, I just, uh, I, I really like some of the competition, but it seems like they just, when it comes down to it, don't have what Tiger has, which is the, the, that shot-making ability uh, within 180 yards or so, and, and then a surefire uh, putter. So uh, uh, that's the way it goes. No question. Well, in the world of the NBA, Wizzle, New Orleans trades Rasul Butler to the Clippers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers get Leon Poe. Now, he is coming from the world champion Boston Celtics one year removed, a power forward that really could do some big things for the Cavs. How, how do you see Leon? Uh, Rasul, with the Clips, you know the Clips aren't going to really do too much, I don't think. They, they, they have the potential, obviously, if you have a healthy Baron Davis, you really can do anything you want to do. But uh, they really have some growth to do. But I see Leon Poe really helping Cleveland. What do you see his role being? How can he really come in and help them? Well, definitely uh, uh, with his insights, uh, first and foremost, to what uh, his former team runs. Um, 
Uh, obviously, he has experience. Uh, he's got a lot of ability. Uh, he's proven himself. And uh, hey, I'm a West Coast guy. He's Pac-10, so you got to give him kudos with that one. And so, uh, I, I really think it's a, a, a big bonus for their team. Now, on the flip side of that coin, yin and yang, there's always something negative to offset it. If you can release a player that was that valuable to your team, they kind of let you know uh, what they're looking at and what they're dealing with in terms of Rashid Wallace and having Rashid and possibly KG play together. So uh, it's kind of interesting on both sides. Obviously, Cleveland can use them, definitely. Uh, but uh, I'm curious to what, what what they're dealing with in, in, in the Celtic land over there because uh, we can let you walk. So it's, it's, yeah, it's cur- I- I'm curious. Yeah, I am too. From this, I don't know that. I think he tore his ACL, so it's going to be curious to see is he a hundred percent back. Maybe they know something that the Cavs don't know. But I, I agree with you. When you look at Rashid coming in to Boston, I think that that shores up all of that in the middle. If KG is healthy, those two are pretty much going to dominate and play the whole game. You don't need a backup because you still got the the big fella Perkins. So between those three guys, you're going to be able to split the minutes up, and you're always going to be pretty much in well either conference Eastern or Western. You're going to be dominated with the exception maybe if you're, if you're playing Orlando, but other than that, you're really going to be doing some big things. So that's going to be interesting to watch. If if he's healthy, I think he truly truly helps them. If he's not. He can just come in a little bit and maybe uh, fill in where they had Ben Wallace. Richardson, Quentin Richardson, is going to Miami. Now, we're talking the fourth team since the draft. He's been traded four times. Is something wrong with Quentin? Do you think that he's showing up a career here, or uh, is this a guy that Miami really wanted? Uh, maybe it's a combination of both. Uh, maybe because uh, obviously he's a talented guy, Uh uh, a few years back, uh, he led the league, I believe, in, in three-pointers made. Uh, so he, he's a guy who can shoot it. He's not shy. He's got a little bit of weight. And I think the uh, a size and weight, and I think the biggest thing is his, just his weight control and, and, and teams, uh, maybe the wear on his knees is an issue. But I definitely believe that he's a player who could contribute. No question about it. We'll have to keep our eye on that one. Quinn, lose a little bit of that. That's what the whistle says. Now, Carson Palmer, whistle, uh, in Cincy has sprained his ankle. Is there any update there? They're saying that he may play. Well, what are you seeing here? Well, you know what? Uh, I haven't heard any updates about that. Uh, I'm curious. You know, it's just a little minor uh, ankle sprain, so you just got to uh, hope that the guy takes care of it the right way, and he'll be back uh, at playing 100%. As we get closer to October, and you know what that is, the the boys of October really do some big things in the Major League Baseball. AL wildcard, Boston Red Sox, they are leading by four games, and the, the Yankees continue to roll. Do you see a Red Sox-Yankees? Do, are, are they coming together? They look like the class pretty much of that division, and I, I really see them coming down to a showdown again. Do you think the Yankees can get the best of the Red Sox this time around? Well, I do think that it's possible, but it just happens to be one uh, one minor thing, and that's the fact that Boston plays very well at home. Uh, they might go through it uh, on the road, but at home, you rest assured, their fans are there in the backbone and the wall, the monster, and uh, they play at a different level, and uh, they really raise the bar. So uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to go down. I think that the numbers right now, in terms of who's going to have uh, the advantage of having the first game 
and 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 home field, and that could be huge. But uh, uh, I'm curious to see because uh, those are two teams with uh, obviously a lot of hatred in their history, uh, in the right way, and you know, fan way. And uh, I, I I just think that Boston plays really well at home, and they can generate some good energy and go in and win in New York. No question. Up until last week, uh, the the Red Sox have owned the Yankees. They were nine and zero going back to last year, and the Yankees just let out a big breath of fresh air for them and their fans, spanking the Red Sox in a weekend series, and they have been rolling ever since. So we'll keep our eye on that race. Now, in the National Football League, Mr. Sanchez of the New York Jets. 48-yard gain on his first completion. Whistle. He looked good. He looked comfortable, I should say. Uh, do you see some good things out of Mr. Sanchez as the Jets move along this year? Definitely. First and foremost, Pac-10. Got to give him some with that. Obviously, the pedigree and in uh, the program that he came from, and uh, in terms of coming from USC with a superior coach and a Hall of Fame coach, so definitely he has the ability. Uh, he has the football mind. Uh, he can read and, and make the plays, and and it, obviously if they take their time and and and, and approach it in a, in a gentle manner and, not, and don't just shove everything in his face, I think that he'll be a, a very good and a competitive quarterback for many years to come. Now, Kyle Orton, three interceptions, new team, same result. He goes from Chicago to Denver. Uh, is he just not the player everybody thought he was going to be? What, what do you say about Kyle Orton in his first game with the Broncos? Well, you know, it's been tough. Uh, you know, time re- will reveal. I do believe he has some skills, uh, but, but maybe he's his biggest enemy right now and he won't allow himself to to take care of his business. And, and, and maybe uh, it's not as much physical with him, but it's mental. And, and, and the mental thing is you got to believe that you're – Belong, and you got to put yourself in a situation to where you feel superior out there, and you and you really got a chip on your shoulder. And if you don't play like that, you're going to get yourself hurt, and you're going to make mistakes. So uh, obviously, it's a it's a thin line between uh, achieving and 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 to you know mm-hmm. being your biggest demon. So uh, I I would think that he would take care of his business, and he has time this season to straighten it out before something happens. No question. Well, he, he's got to get on the field. Three interceptions. Kyle Orton, come on, big fella. Let's, let's sling that rock. Well, the Lions are 4-0 and in the preseason last year. Then they go 0-16 in the regular season, which definitely shows you that the preseasons mean absolutely nothing. Uh, the, Stanford, they got a new coach. Uh, are the Lions going to be able, because they won their first pre- preseason game today, so they got a little winning underneath, you know, that jersey, feeling good about themselves maybe, but this is the preseason. So what do you think for the Lions this year? Another 0-16, or, or are they going to win a couple games? I think that the Lions will win a couple games. I think that they've learned uh, a lot from last year. Because let's, let's remember, last year a lot of the teams were very good in the NFL, and they were in a lot of those games. So it came down to maybe a, 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 a luck play here or maybe being out of position there with a, with a guy in that type of game. But uh, they were in a lot of those contests. And I just think that uh, they'll, they'll be a lot better this year and, and a lot better can be hey, three, four wins maybe. Uh, no question, everybody. Hey, especially Chris Weber, I know you're out there. I'm sorry that you're a Lions fan. Take that sack and throw it away, buddy. 
Well, you know what? Magic Johnson is 50 years old. That's right. 1979 was the time. It was Magic versus Bird. Magic wins in college. 80 championship. Magic is the first rookie to win finals MVP. Play? Well, you already know. This man played for 13 seasons. He had three MVPs, uh, as many uh, all-star selections, uh, before he tested positive in 1991 for HIV, now 16th season as the Lakers vice president, not to mention a successful businessman, AIDS awareness, Magic Johnson Foundation, theaters. He is doing so much magic. Just want to say thank you for the inspiration, Wizzle. I have so, so many magic memories because I grew up uh, being a, a tremendous Magic Johnson fan from the hook in Boston from, from 10 feet uh, to Portland running out the time against the Blazers, bounce pass to Kurt Rambis, <laughs> all-star MVP after he came back and sat out the whole season, and then he went on to win a gold medal in the Olympics. What is a Magic Johnson moment for the Wizzle? Uh, TGI Fridays in L.A. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go through many. The converse <laughs> That's the shoot that that Magic do what he's born to do. You know, he can keep going. So, obviously, as Magic Johnson, uh, what he meant for basketball, the smile, the grin, the goatee, the swagger, uh, you know, just the way he played the game and really, really had fun. The fact that he went out there and uh, he really had guys playing above their heads and playing above their levels. And it was all because he would give them the ball in the right spots and give them their opportunity and trust him. And, and, and you know, you got to stroke a guy's ego, and he was good at that and getting his teams to play and, and they come and run and hustle and play and, and try harder. So it's uh, everything that encompassed a point guard uh, with a guy with limited ability. He wasn't the fastest guy on the on the field, on the court, excuse me, but he was a guy who was the most effective with the ball in his hands. So uh, uh, I got a lot of respect for Mr. Magic Johnson. He handles his business, and he looks very good in the suit. No question about it, Magic. Thank you again for all the inspiration and all the memories. Now, after 10 weeks, uh, you know, Rafi Nadal, he is back on the tennis circuit. Uh, He is in uh, Montreal, Canada at the Rogers Cups, went through the quarterfinals, two knees, tendonitis. Uh, do you think he handled this business? Do we see Rafael Nadal back in the number one spot facing Federer? What do you see with Rafi? Uh, I can see that in the future, but I think it's going to take him some time to get his timing back. I I believe that there was a lot of uh, hungry players out there that are that are just as uh, just as just as fortunate in terms of getting a matchup and playing against Federer as you see that he's lost. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who are willing to take advantage of the times, and 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 with that being said, the money, the earnings, the the sponsorships, and all those type of things. Yeah, I, I think that he's going to have this competition, but it's going to take some time for him to get back to the level of playing and 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 the out actually dominating Federer. Well, you know what, Rafi, if you're out there listening or anybody that knows you, give me a jingle. I'll give you some hints on getting them knees right. That tendonitis is no joke. 
Now, Michael Phelps was Baltimore. He is in a car accident, but he is okay oh, no. after dominating at the world championships and setting three world records, by the way. So, Phelps, be careful. Drive that Escalade more carefully, please. Thank you very much. We want to see you in the Olympics coming up here very soon. In the WNBA, the top teams in the Eastern Conference are Indiana and Connecticut, Western Conference, Phoenix and Seattle. Whistle, would those be the final four teams for the NBA Finals? What are you thinking there? Yes, I do believe those are the teams that you're looking at. All the teams play at a high level. Uh, I do believe that Seattle has the intangible with Lauren Jackson. I think that she's the best player out there with her size and, and uh, obviously with guard-like ability in terms of scoring. So, uh, uh, And the supporting cast is no joke either, and obviously we're supremely coached, and uh, I'm a little bit biased because this is the West Coast, so we're going to do with the Seattle Storm. You know what that means. The screen will let you know that the time is up. Little as always, we want to thank you for your insight into the world of sports. We're covering it all, y'all, from the WNBA to Magic Johnson at 50. Remember those moments. Turn on NBA.com TV. Check him out. Hook shot at 10. You know who that was, Chick Hearn Wizzle. Thanks again. See you next week. Same time, same station. Red hot, a beer. And skins. I'm out. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we're so happy to have the whistle back again. Check us out next week, same time, same place. Until then, take care, friends. Girl, words can't